Tesvav of Lekutei Torah, Sefer Vayikra. We're learning a mimer about Pesach. <coughs> Second column. The mimer begins with the Pasuk, Sheish is Yom Matzis, that you should eat matzis for six days and on the seventh day. Is Atzeres, is a special holiday of Shisha Pesach, Loisas in Malacha, don't do work on that day. Same Pasuk that the previous mimer began with. <coughs> and today we're going to Ha, uh, learn to this stuff will cover two maimarim. And uh, so the maimar asks a question the other atzeres, uh, one of the other atzeres is the shmini atzeres. There it says atzeres tiyelachem, it should be a yom tov for you. Whereas here, shvishal pesach, it says it should be an atzeres lashem lekecha, yom tov for Hashem. Also, so what, why the difference for you or for Hashem? Also, it says about Shvisha Pesach, don't do work, which is surprising because normally with Yom Tov, it always qualifies that you're not allowed to do work except Melechas uh, Aveda, but you are allowed to do work of Melechas Echonevich. You're allowed to do work that relates to eating. So why doesn't it specify with Shvisha Pesach as it does by Avi Yom Tov in Melechas Aveda, that only that type of work is prohibited? So let's first look at the Gemara in Psachim where there's a debate uh, about what Yom Tov should be uh, used for. So Rebbe Lezer says you have two choices, either Lashem or Lachem. Either you can use it for uh, Hashem or for yourself. If you use it for Hashem, you spend the day davening and learning. And if, you, if it's for oneself, you spend the day eating and enjoying yourself. So Rebbe Lezer says make that choice. Rebbe Yeshua says no. It should be half Hashem and half for yourselves. And this is uh, based on the two psukim on one hand, it says atzeres lachem lekech on the other hand, it says atzeres lachem, that it should be an atzeres for you. So Rabbi Lezer says you have to pick which one, and Rabbi Yeshua says that you have to have a bit of both, a bit for yourself and a bit for Hashem. But still, why does the Pasuk choose Shvisha Pesach to say lachem lekech that it should be for Hashem? And Shemini atzeres, that's what it says, tia lachem, it should be for you, implies that Shvisha Pesach is more related to lachem lekech. So based on this, based on the fact that Shvisha Pesach is more related to Hashem, we can also explain why it says don't work it, and it doesn't qualify that we're only talking about Melech HaSaveda but not work related to food. <clears throat> because if you spend Shvisha Pesach all for Hashem, as the Torah implies it, that, that the spending the day on Hashem is the preference for Shvisha Pesach, so if so then you wouldn't be eating. And uh, if someone fasts on, uh, let's say someone fasts because of the Tainus Chalom, he has a dream, a bad dream, which uh, which allows and actually requires one to fast even on Yom Tov. So then the Magan Avram says that if someone's fasting, then he's not allowed to cook on Yom Tov because since he doesn't need to eat his fasting, so he can't uh, cook or do malacha, even work related to food on Yom Tov. And that's why the Torah says don't do work to include any work in a case of a person who's not eating. Now, the main joy of Yom Tov is actually rejoicing with Hashem, like it says, that the Jewish people will rejoice in you rather than in the food. Although we rejoice in Hashem and with Hashem the whole year, but on Yom Tov, because there is an extra uh, stress, an extra mitzvah on, uh, of, uh, of uh, Simcha, of joy on Yom Tov, 
So therefore, rejoicing with Hashem is especially so in Yom Tov. Now, in general, mit- every mitzvah that we do, it adds extra godly lines. Uh, but uh, that godly light, originally, it, it is only in the higher worlds, in Atsilos. That's where the impact of our mitzvah, the godly light that is revealed through our mitzvah, that's where it's manifest. Now, the Nevesh our godly soul, comes from uh, the uh, uh, the Panimis HaKelim, from the inner uh, Kalim, uh, the inner vessels of Attilus, but still we don't uh, sense this uh, revelation uh, inside our own soul, although our soul comes from, um, uh, comes from very high source. This is because although, yes, our soul, our Nefeshelikis, our godly soul comes from a high source, from Pneumis, in a Kalim of Biyah, uh, which that, comes from the, the Kalim of Atsilus. Yes, it comes from the very high source, but it is coveted over by the Nefesh Bahamis, by the animal soul, which doesn't allow it to take in this uh, uh, godly, godly revelation. This is the meaning of the Passover, that he's standing behind the wall, that there's this great godly revelation, but it's blocked by a wall because of our Nefesh Bahamis, our animal soul, covering it. However, on Yom Tov, the there's added a rev, uh, light, added revelation, and this polishes the Nefesh Bahamis animal soul to allow it to, <coughs> to let in a godly light and not block it. And, and therefore the Pasuk says that, yes, Hashem, the, this uh, light of Hashem is standing behind a wall, but it's mashkiach it's, it's peeking through the windows. And that's what makes Yom Tov a happy time because uh, happiness is connected with expression and revelation. So when Hashem's light's able to come through, then that's a, therefore it's a happy time. And therefore they brought Shalmei Simcha, special carbonus of uh, joy, uh, which uh, the meat excited the Nefesh Bahamis, the animal soul, which normally covers over the, the spark of godliness inside us and stops us from having full simcha, full rejoicing with Hashem. But then when they brought the uh, parts of the animal, the part of, parts of the, the uh, fats and the blood that was burnt on the Mizbeach, so then the animal goes up and is included uh, in the, uh, it, the uh, goes back to its source, which is, this panacea on the uh, Merkava, the holy chariot, in the vision of Yecheskel, there's animals, the lion and the ox, the eagle. So the uh, animal goes up to that, that spiritual source and, and therefore the Nevesh Bahamis becomes not an opposition but allows Hashem's light through, especially when we eat the um, meat of the carbon because part of the carbon shlam was eaten by the, by the owners. And then that becomes the, the that meat becomes the medium so that we can talk to, we can work with the Nevsha Bahamas. With the animal soul. Because when a person eats, so in general, the person is Madabe, which is higher than his food. His food comes from Zaman Tamech and high inanimate vegetation and animals. But when he when the person eats, yes, he elevates the food, but the food also elevates him to the source of the food because it comes from a very high source in the world of Toyo.
like we've explained in previous Maimarim, that although the, the food and everything of the physical world uh, descended, it fell down through through the breaking of the vessels, and it fell all the way down into the physical world. But when we bring it back to its source and, and reveal its holiness, so then that elevates the person as well. And therefore allows him to rejoice with Hashem. That's why the carbon is called shlamim, which comes, uh, it has several meanings. It means shalom, it means uh, the, the peace offering, like uh, the Medrash explains on Ulazevach shlamim, on the car- the carbon shlamim that was brought by the tribe of Yisachar, the, the leader of Yisachar, when the Mishkan was uh, inaugurated. It, shlamim also comes from the word completion, like is explained in the, in the Medrash about about the uh, Zevach Shlamim, the the uh, Shlamim offering that the tribe of Yehuda Nachshen brought for the inauguration of the Mishkan, and it also talks there about two Shlamos, uh, two uh, peace, and this is uh, that there's both uh, peace above and peace below. So below the piece is that the Nevshalikis, the godly soul, and, and the Nevshalikis, the animal soul, are working together. The animal soul doesn't block the godly revelation from the um, godly soul. And that causes joy in Hashem that the animals over the page, uh, that the animal soul should also rejoice in Hashem. Now it says that when Mashiach comes, we'll eat Sherabur, Sherabur. And this word sharabur, it it, it uh, comes from simply bar means wild, like sharabur, a wild, like non-domesticated ox. But bar also comes from the word uh, pure, and so this uh, that uh, from bar levav, that uh, a purified heart that we'll have when Mashiach comes. And similarly, shalme simcha, the word shalem to be complete, also implies. That uh, that we've already uh, purified our whole being, including our nevshavamis, our animal soul, and the shalah connects shlomim to uh, the statement of Gemara Psachim that uh, that only when Mashiach comes will Hashem's name be complete and His throne be complete. So that's the idea of the carbon shlomim, the shalme simcha that we bring at each yamtiv base. Now. It says that when, that in Elam Haba, there's no eating or drinking. Now, what does Elam Haba mean? The Rambam says that it refers to uh, Ganadin, where there's only souls without bodies. Whereas the Ramban responds that if so, then of course there's no eating. Rather, when it says Elam Haba, the world to come, it means the uh, world as it will be after Tchis Mesim, after the res- resurrection of the dead, will still be inside a body, but we n- won't need to eat because we'll be energized from spiritual uh, sources. Now, eating... In eating and drinking, both of the spiritual counterparts, that uh, e- eating is uh, is uh, chachma and bina. From the chachma and bina, from the uh, spiritual understanding and uh, uh, wisdom and understandings, that's uh, that sort of fills us. And drinking is from the seven midas. So. 
Hashem himself is be- is beyond any limitation and, and any definition, and therefore uh, you wouldn't have specific spheres from Hashem himself. That's already a descent. And even one, if you have spheres, they would be unlimited. And therefore Hashem's rachamim, Hashem's mercy is unlimited, and therefore it would be everywhere and it would be merciful on everyone, even those who don't deserve it. And therefore, there's a descent coming down into uh, in, into limits, and that's the idea of eating, which is bringing it down, and and drinking is even bringing it down further still because drinking is with liquid, and the water, the the quality of water is to descend. It, water always finds a way down. So, and therefore, uh, when Sachachman Bina is eating, is bringing down from beyond his shashlus into his shashlus, uh, from beyond the chain of worlds into the chain of worlds into Chachm and Bina. And then drinking brings down Hashem's light even further to the seven mitzvahs. So now on Shvi Shal Pesach, we're beyond eating. What is it? Why? Because Shvi Shal Pesach uh, uh, commemorates Kriyas Yamsuf, the splitting of the sea. And at that time, there was this uh, ripping open and uh, of uh, or covering and uh, concealment so that even a simple maidservant could see more uh, godliness and at the uh, sea than uh, the greatest of prophets could see at other times. Now, where do we see this in the Torah? Although the, the Gemara says this, and Medrashim talk about this, where do we see it in the Torah itself? For, by Matan Torah, by the giving of the Torah, for example, it says clearly in the Torah, Panim, Bifanim, Dibur, that Hashem spoke uh, face to face. But where, what does it say about Shvisha Pesach that hints on the great re- godly revelation? So there, there are a few hints. The Pasuk says, Why are you crying out to me? And it says, You be quiet, which implies that this is a time which is beyond speech, beyond anything that we could say. So speech uh, at most reaches to Chachma, that we can, the choice of words and even the ability to speak comes from Chachma ultimately, like it's explained elsewhere, how the speech, the bringing out the sounds, which is in Malchus, but its source is in Chachma. Uh, and uh, it says that a Chacham, that a wise person, doesn't speak before someone who's greater than him. For example, in front of a king, everyone is quiet, and that's because the wise person would want to receive from someone greater than him rather than to speak, and therefore is quiet. So because at Kriyas Yamsu, there was a great revelation of Hashem, Beyond Chachma, therefore, it says that you be quiet, that uh, that we're trying to receive this godly revelation, and therefore we don't speak. We want to focus on what's on receiving, not giving over. That's also why in Shemayna Esrei, which is uh, a uh, something similar, a at least a trace of Chris Yamsov, so we're also quiet because we're just trying to, uh, uh, with bitter and with humility, just take in this uh, revelation from Hashem. That's also why it doesn't say that um, the Hebrew is not uh, that Bekiya Sayam, um, uh, slicing through, splitting the sea, but Hafach Yom Liabasha, transforming sea into dry land. Why? Because si yam is represents mashpia, 
the uh, high level, which is the idea of a sea that you can't see in, and that's because it's a little beyond us. And that's the level which is much real, which gives over. Then Yabosha, dry lands, earth is the makabal, the receiver. And this is also practically that the sea provides water for the um, and, and moisture for the earth to be able to grow things. And uh, like we see that 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 all the um, the rivers go to the sea, like like the Chazal say, But still, despite that, the sea doesn't overflow because the water the water of the sea goes back and uh, and provides some water and moisture back to the uh, earth and to the rivers. And that's why the rivers don't dry out. And also clouds receive uh, water from the uh, from the ocean, which then is used to uh, to give water for the to rain onto the earth. So when Hashem revealed Himself at the time of Kriyas Yamsuf of the splitting of the sea, so then the the uh, sea turned to dry lands. And uh, there became these walls of the water, and they were like solid. And uh, the the revelation was so intense; it was it was for everyone was uh, was taking in was uh, seeing more godly revelation than even Yecheskel, the great prophet, could see at other times because Yecheskel uh, he saw uh, different levels of godliness but there's it, there's division there's the Pnei Arya the face of the lion and the Pnei Shari the face of the ox and the Merkava in the holy chariot whereas at the splitting of the sea uh there there was there was a uh, godly revelation beyond division it's like like we said that the the water all turned hard it was like frozen and like all one thing when water is frozen it represents that it's all coming together it's becoming unified and that's why in the vision of of the Merkava, it says that that Yechesko says, "I saw Ke'ena Kerach, something like snow." This is also the meaning of what it says about Kriyas Yamsuf. It says that there was there was the cloud and darkness and it shone. What shone? The Maimer explains the darkness shone, meaning the darkness is called darkness because it's beyond us. We can't normally take it in. We can't normally relate to it. But then this level of godliness from beyond at the time of Christians of that shone, that became revealed to us. At, from the time of creation, Hashem separated between the light and the darkness. And the purpose was because the light that would be too powerful uh, for the world to exist as a separate with a separate identity and as a separate existence that was put aside, and that became the uh, darkness. And only on the first day of creation did you have light and dark together. But then on Chris Yamsov, the darkness again shone. This is the meaning of the Pasuk Yashesh Sisrei. That the darkness, is, which is really even a more powerful light than the regular light, uh, normally stays with Hashem, but at, but at Kriyas Yamsuf it, it shone. And so this is also the meaning of the pasuk that is explained elsewhere in Lukot Eitera, I am black and beautiful. The idea of black represents concealment, but not because it doesn't have any light, but on the contrary, it's even in, in even more powerful light, but it's beyond what we can normally take in. And that's also the meaning of the white fire and the black fire. 
Therefore, on Shvish or Pesach, because it, it's such a high level from totally beyond, so therefore they didn't bring a Shalmei Simcha, because, yes, Shalmei Simcha, this carbon is, is very beautiful, but on, on, on Shvish or Pesach, uh, it's, it, we're at a level even beyond that, which can't come down and it can't be internalized. The idea of eating represents internalizing that uh, level. Uh, but on Shvish or Pesach, the godly revelation is, is beyond and we can't internalize it. It stays muck if it stays surrounding us. And therefore it says, Shom Nismacha, that only then we'll be able to rejoice. In other words, uh, only with Mashiach. And, uh, that's also the meaning of what Chazal say that that in the world to come there's no eating because there'll be such a powerful revelation from beyond Hishashas, from beyond the chain of worlds, and therefore they won't be able to be eating. We won't be able to take it in an internalized way or only say Maki, will say surrounding us. And uh, so the the response, the impact on Bnei Israel was on the Jewish people. It says that the Jewish people were going on the dry land inside the sea. Now, in Gemara, there's a debate, what came first, heaven or earth? And really both are true because practically heaven came first, but in potential and thought, earth came first. So at the time of Chris Yamsuf, that potential was revealed, how earth is really first, uh, really from a high level. And uh, therefore they went, uh, they walked on dry land inside the sea. That's the dry land, which is beyond uh, beyond the heavens, where, uh, where you could have uh, the sea and dry land together, a, a great godly revelation within this world. And what allows them to come together, sea and dry land, which are opposites, it's because when, the, when there's a revelation of Aaron Saif, then opposites can come together. Okay, so this is the end of this maimer, but we're, then, we're going to also learn now another short maimer to complete the daf. But what do we have from here? We have that the reason why Shvisha Pesach is called the Atzeres Lashem is because the greatest revelation of the year is Shvisha Pesach. That's when the sea, which is normally concealed and beyond us, is ripped open and 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 actually transformed to dry land. Uh, that the uh, what's normally beyond us now we're able to take in. But still, since it's something so powerful, we don't uh, take it in in an internalized way, and therefore there's no eating because eating represents when we internalize something. And this spirit, this uh, level, yes, it's a very powerful spiritual level, but actually because it's so powerful, we can't take it in. And that's like El Mabba, where there's no eating. Next mind begins again with the same pasuk that for six days you show him matzahs, and on the seventh day will be a yom to Hashem, don't do work. Now, there are three yom tovim called atzeres, the Shvish or Pesach, Shavuos, and Shemini atzeres. But there's a difference between them. With with, uh, Shvish or Pesach, it says that it's an Atzeres L'Hashem Le'Kechot, an Atzeres Yom Tefo Hashem Your God, whereas Shavuos and Shemini Atzeres are called Atzeres T'Yelochem, it's an Atzeres for you. And uh, because Shvish or Pesach, it says that it's for Hashem, it implies it's not like how the Yom Tovim, where Rabbi Yeshua says it should be half for Hashem and half for you, but rather with Shvish or Pesach, it's especially connected to La Hashem, for Hashem. 
and Shvisha Pesach is the day of Kriyas Yamsuf. There's a splitting of the sea. At the splitting of the sea, there was great um, godly revelation, but also a, a great degree of uh, refinement of the physical world that was possible. And that's because it says that the Jewish people received more spoils of, uh, from Egypt at the sea than they received the entire time through, uh, that they received uh, from the plagues and uh, from Marcus Bechairus. So when they received these spoils, it was an opportunity to elevate these phys- the, these phys- this physical property to Hashem. And it also says that even a maidservant saw more at the sea than the prophets, the greatest of the prophets saw at other times. This is like uh, the, the metaphor of a, uh, or the parable of a, of a parent who lifts up a child to see further, or like the Pasuk says, that Hashem takes us on his arms, he lifts us up, and then we're able to see more. Now, in the song that the Jewish people sang at the time of Chris Yamsuf in Oz Yashir, it says, it says, until you pass, and it says twice until you pass. So uh, this, so uh, we have two times where we pass through water. The first time is Chris Yamsuf, and then the second time with Mashiach, where the it says that the rivers will split the river will split into seven canals and we'll be able to walk through in our shoes. And then and two later, the beginning of Perakut Beis of Yeshaya, so it continues with, Hashem be. thank you, Hashem, for uh, uh, being angry at me. Uh, let your uh, wrath turn away and, and and may you comfort me and then continues with the, that that says like when uh, we left Egypt uh, you will, uh, Hashem says that I will show you miracles so when we cross the the sea the Yamsuf that's the bottom uh, the bottom level the Suf the Sofa the Chaldagin so on when Mashiach comes we'll cross the river which is the highest of all levels uh, representing the Eva Hanar beyond uh, the uh, beyond the river the first mention of river in the Torah is the river coming out of Aden. So Aden represents Chachma, Chachma Vatsilus, the, the highest level of godly wisdom. And then Aden is the Nar, the river's Bina, which comes out of that Chachma. So the difference between Chachma and Bina are both intellectual spheres, but the difference is Chachma is when you see the, the concept. Bina is where you understand the concept. So Bina is where you understand the detail. That's like hearing. Whereas when you see, you just get the whole point without detail. That's Chachma. Now, the Yamsuf was split into 12 parts for the 12 tribes. And every tribe has its own style uh, of understanding of Hashem and what inspires them. Whereas when Mashiach comes, the river will be split into seven, and that corresponds to the seven shepherds, the Zain Royim, and corresponds to the three Aves and four Mois, the three fathers and four matriarchs of the Jewish people. And that's also the idea of the seven branches of the Menorah, and also the idea of what the Pasuk says that when that the uh, sun will be 
um well the uh the uh sun will will be like seven times as bright as the moon the moon will become as bright as the sun as bright as the sun now and then the sun seven times as bright as that uh like the light of the seven original days of creation so this seven is connected to the seven um parts of the river of mashiach so nowadays, beyond the river is beyond us. But when Mashiach comes, then I ran on the flows, then Hashem will show us uh, wonders. And it won't be that he'll tell us about wonders that will hear. So, so implying hearing will be he'll show us, meaning that we'll see wonders. And then we'll understand and we'll be able to thank Hashem for his uh, anger at us, for punishing us, and uh, for all the difficulties in during exile of the, the difficulties of Parnassa and uh, the difficulties because through the difficulties and through the poverty, uh, so we're through that we're able to reach a higher level and to surpass the river to get Ava to Ava and Nara beyond the river. Now, this is also the idea of eating matzah for six days and then, uh, and then comes Shvisha Pesach. He doesn't say matzah for seven days uh, because the six days are, yes, six days where we have to eat matzah and, and that helps us elevate spiritually. But the seventh day is beyond eating. That's the the uh, Eivanar, beyond the river, where there's no eating and, and therefore we don't even mention, uh, we don't mention eating matzah, which matzah is lechemani, the bread of poverty, and then we'll be beyond that, we'll be beyond all challenges. And that's why it says don't work. It doesn't say don't do malachas avodah because it's trying to include eat and don't even cook because if you're not eating, then you're not allowed to cook either on Yom Tov. And on Shisha Pesach is the day beyond eating which will be fully revealed with Mashiach, which is also beyond eating. Yes, in the earlier days of Pesach, uh, there was there was already a revelation of Mochen de Gadlos, of this expanded uh, mind, expanded consciousness, and especially in Shusha Pesach, very great revelation. But still, in order to really take it in and internalize it, we need Sphera Sa'ema, where we work on refining ourselves in one middle each night. Like, for example, let's say someone gives someone a gift of uh, a lot of uh, money. So then first the person sees the whole gift and, wow, thanks so much. Then he counts counts uh, each uh, gold piece individually to see exactly what it is. So in a similar way, so we first have Pesach, which is this great revelation, and then Sirisoma, we slowly, bit by bit, work on uh, internalizing it. So this second moment, shorter moment, says that Ashvisha Pesach is different to the other uh, days which are called Atzeres because this one is for Hashem. It's the greatest revelation of uh, Hashem. It says that, uh, and and this will be the splitting of the river, which is beyond the splitting of the sea. The splitting of the river is the top of levels, Kesser, whereas the splitting of the river is the bottom of, uh, the, of the sea, is the bottom of levels, is uh, Malchus. And then we'll be able to thank Hashem for our difficulties uh, in, in between. And uh, we'll, we'll be granted this idea of re'i, of seeing Hashem, not just hearing and understanding about Hashem. 
And that is connected with seven, whereas the understanding the parameters is connected to 12. And because Shvisha Pesach is this level beyond, this Bishiachtic level beyond eating, so therefore there's, the Torah only talks about eating for six days, not the seventh day, because the seventh day is really, it's beyond eating. And that's why really we shouldn't be doing any work, because if you're not eating, then you, you can't cook either. But although Pesach brings us to such high level, that's, it, it's not internalized. And then with Sfiris Aima, we, to uh, some degree, we internalize all of this by working on one middah each day.